0: Hello everybody, happy June 21st. How's everybody doing today? Awesome. Good morning Rick. Woo! Listen to this. Happy Monday. Energetic. Yes, exactly too, right? Happy Monday. All right, it's a beautiful day to be alive, isn't it? Oh, yeah. It's beautiful and hot. (laughs) Yeah, well listen. We always, you know what the thing is? We always talk about the weather, whether it's good, bad, indifferent. You know, I've never heard right, good so morning, many people cold. say this winter, I'm cold. All right, hold on one second, folks. All right, I just muted you all. I love listening to you guys. I hate muting you, but for the recording, it, it does come across much better. So, Marie, if you could hit star six on your phone and just let me know when you have. Got it. There she is, and you sound great, too. So, ladies and gentlemen, with no further ado, we have, from Equity Title, Marie Harris this morning. Marie, welcome to the show. Good morning. Thanks. I love Mondays. Yes. It's like a clean slate for the week. I agree. Remember that song? I don't like Mondays. Tell me why. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you gotta be, remember that song?
1: <laughs> I, I don't, but I'm your age, but I don't.
0: Wow, that was an 80s. Okay, so there's I, I used to when I was back in my and in, uh, in southern New Hampshire, and we had my place up north at the ski area. There was a band, and they were actually called 80s one-hit wonders. Now, if you look at the, if you look at pop and rock from the 80s, there's a gigantic amount of one-hit wonders, and whatever that band was was one of them. That song I don't like Mondays. Anyway, enough from useless trivia. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, all right, <laughs> Marie, busy. so tell us a little about yourself, how long you've been doing this, and all that good stuff, please.
1: So I have been in Vegas for 26 years doing title and escrow. I came from Indiana. I'm a Purdue Boilermaker um, and then came out here to – I used to come out here as a kid with my family every year. And so Nevada wasn't, Las Vegas wasn't new to me. And so my parents came out here and my dad said, hey, come on out. So we did, and the rest is history. I've been doing escrow. I ran an escrow desk uh, back before the builders decided to open up their own title companies. I did a lot of the builder (laughs) business. Mm. And then, uh, then got in on the residential marketing side, and I truly love it. I love being in front of the agents and just watching them get excited especially the new ones when they've got a transaction and when they're when the, when a farm pans out so i really enjoy that
0: piece of it it really is fun isn't it i i enjoy the same thing it's helping people get from where they are to where they want to go and uh helping them in that process is a completely Yeah, when the light bulb when the light bulb
1: comes on is... yeah the light bulb yes. comes on and you can see it and they're they're like oh i get it now
0: so <laughs> i yeah. love that piece of you it you know I totally agree with you, Marie. And wouldn't it be great if all of them knew that, I? okay, I have never met an agent who doesn't keep going that the light bulb doesn't eventually come on. Would you agree with that? Oh, absolutely.
1: I didn't know what title insurance was when I came out here to Las Vegas. I didn't even own a home. So I went right into the title insurance industry, and they're riddling off all kinds of words, and I had no clue. And then I bought my first house,
0: and I was like, oh, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. Yes. Yes. All right, cool. yes. All right, so tell us, okay, so from like, from equity titles point of view, let's just handle the market first. What are yes. you guys, uh, what are you guys seeing? How crazy is this market for you guys?
1: Well, we're just seeing more creative things on a contract. Um, You know, the the sellers are kind of ruling the roost. And so, you know, working with agents, helping them get listings. Um, But we're seeing just some creative stuff on the buyer's side. Buyers are offering to pay commissions or offering to pay transfer tax or paying their portion of the escrow fee or the full portion of the escrow fee. So we're seeing just a lot of that kind of different stuff. Um, On the lending side, we haven't had too many issues um, with respect to, you know, lenders being able to perform or getting us what we need. So we haven't seen a ton of that on our end. Um, You know, notices of default, everybody thinks that's the gravy train that's coming, and I don't necessarily believe that's the case. So um, we're not seeing a ton of anything like that kind of flow through. Um, have a short sale that we're trying to close. So we haven't had one of those with one of the girls in quite some time, but we've got a seller who's bringing in some cash on that one. So that one was a little bit different. Um, But right now it's just, you know, hugely a seller's market. Um, And again, really creative stuff on the contract. So I would urge agents, you know, if there's a contracts class out there, if there's a great negotiating class out there right now, you know, try to get in all of that stuff because that's really what's kind of, pushing people a little bit forward is what they're putting in that contract, how they're kind of negotiating.
0: Yeah. Good. Yeah. The, um, um, and, and it's just as luck may have it today, oh, excuse me, this week at success series, I'll be talking about negotiating on Friday. So oh. and you guys, and you guys, one of you lovely ladies will be my interview on Wednesday. I don't know who Rhonda uh, picked for Wednesday, but one of you guys is coming for my interview on Wednesday right here oh, in the bullpen at St. Rose. So oh. I might as well just throw my shameless plug in. We have success series going on this week, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> if you're in Nevada, it's for CE. Register online. If you're in Arizona or California, it's on Google Hangouts. And if you happen to be in the lovely state of Nevada, you can actually show up live in the bullpen at St. Rose. Live. Live is good today, right, Marie? Right, Marie? <laughs> oh, my goodness, yes. And, you know, Berkshire
1: does – So many trainings and so and and provide so much education that you know one of the things that I always tell the new agents is take every bit of that that you can get you know not every brokerage does that and so if you have a brokerage that's offering that prospecting I mean I know at the Sahara office every morning I'm even on Saturday. So if Mm. if those things are being offered, you know, I truly encourage the agents to kind of jump in there and, and, and dive in on that because a lot of times agents go, oh, well, I didn't know, well, I didn't really use this to its fullest or, you know, when you have a brokerage that's offering all of that and there's good teamwork there, you know, on Saturday mornings there's seven or eight people at the Sahara office. They've got donuts and they're prospecting and so they kind of try to make it fun so I would encourage agents if you know if you're feeling kind of stale, if you're feeling like you need a little bit of a refresher or just some practice to jump in on those prospecting calls. If your age, if your offices are doing those, and really kind of work with those other agents, and it makes it a lot funner. And it's not the funnest thing sometimes for some people, but you'll really they do enjoy it on Saturdays. They try to make it a good time.
0: Cool. Well, that's awesome. I love it. The um, uh, I've heard that they have that going on. And I, I think last week they actually had a, a whole prospecting week, I think.
1: Every day, yeah. Usually, First thing in the morning is usually when they try to do it. And then I try to pop in on Saturdays if I know that they're going to be there and just kind of see who's there and check in on them.
0: See that? So we, so Sahara's, Sahara's taking the bull by the horns and they're doing it themselves. I know and uh, Amanda and Suzanne told me they were doing it. That's incredible. I think Marie, Mary Coleman, I think, is actually uh, heading it up. She's going to be my Facebook interview one day coming up soon, I remember. Plugging yeah, her she's in. Great. So she's she great. She's is great. Isn't she yeah, a she was there energy? every day yes. last week. Yep, she, she. What is she? A package of awesomeness. That's as a matter of fact, <laughs> when we had a Halloween party. That's what she came as—a package of awesomeness. <laughs> How cute! Well, all roads all roads lead to Mary when it comes for prospecting and whatnot. So <laughs> that is so true. And then we have the success center at St. Rose available for everybody in all all markets. Uh, you know all of the all markets actually to use as well, too. And it's on Google Hangouts with Jamal running that now, too. So it's going really oh, well. Oh,
1: yeah. He's amazing, too.
0: He is great. I got he? The,
1: we have, you know, yeah, I, got, I, 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 I this met him just a couple weeks ago.
0: Yeah. You know, he's great. I, he's, uh, um, you know, I tell Mark all the time, we have an incredible amount of talented people in this company. It's great to see it uh, getting bigger and bigger every day. And then we have tremendous affiliates, too, especially you you ladies. At, oh, my evening. goodness.
1: I know. Amazing. Huh?
0: So tell us a little bit about the awesomeness that you sprinkle about for our agents at Berkshire Hathaway, please. Well,
1: usually when I realize and I see that one of the agents has taken a listing, one of the first things that we all try to do is reach out and see what we can help them do with respect to that listing, you know, from emails and phone numbers. um, And, you know, I just, I'm going to get some training on it, um, hopefully this week, but the title companies have been able to, to get occasional emails for people when they want to do some farming well remind now on the dashboard of the mls allows agents to go pull their own email addresses for an area that they want to farm so um you know but much like everything else agents don't even realize that some of that stuff is available to them on the mls dashboard
0: and even how that
1: stuff and even how that stuff works so you know, helping them to be able to first market that listing. And we know that it doesn't take long to market those and get them sold. Um, but how to, how to go about letting that neighborhood know what's going on and that you are going to do an open house. So first start is, you know, helping them figure out if they've got that listing, how they're going to market it, what are they going to do to market it, whether it's social media, whether it's an email flyer, whether it's a postcard if they choose to do that. Um, and then, you know, open houses. You know, I, on Saturday or on Sundays for agents from my Sahara office, if they're doing an open house, I go into open houses on Sundays. I'll hang out. I never want anyone to do one by themselves. Um, And so uh, for safety. So we couldn't really Mm. help a lot during the pandemic because they tried to limit people in the home, which we totally understood. So we try to pop in on Sundays just to kind of, you know, be a second person there with them, bring along some marketing materials that maybe we couldn't have done over that year. So. I enjoy doing that. It gives me time to sit with the agent and chat with them, but as busy as they are now, sometimes it's crowd control. We've got people outside, so, you know, we're kind of keeping everybody outside excited about getting inside. So some of that is a little bit of crowd control, but they can always use a little bit of help with that. So, you know, your social media, so many agents when doing their business plans this year talked about making social media kind of uh, more in the forefront of kind of where they wanted to go this year and do a little bit more on that. Um, And agents are okay to do that but then they just don't know what to put on, right? I'm okay to do right. it. I've got my commitment. i got it on my calendar, but what do I put on there? <laughs> so, mm. you know, trying to give them some ideas and some content. And video is so big, as we all know. People love to watch a video. Mm. Um, yeah. So getting agents comfortable with video. You know, I'll go out with them and we'll do some video some places and watch it and see if they like it and work on it some more. So um, it's really just letting them know that you don't have to be perfect. Nobody wants you to be perfect. They want to see the nitty-gritty, right? They want to see that you know, well, I did an open house with Denise Cicina, and there was rats yeah. when we walked in the door on the stairs. <laughs> that's what people nice. want to see.
0: <laughs> wow. <laughs> we weren't,
1: al- you, you we know weren't alone.
0: <laughs> I, I actually think that people love – okay, so like you just said, don't be perfect. I, I, that's such a big point because I actually think – that people know, I mean, like ultimately I know I'm not perfect. And I think most people like to see, even when you're doing a video that you're not perfect, it, it makes them, it attaches them to you. They love the authenticness. They love when you're being vulnerable because it really tells them, look at this person, not afraid to get out there and mix it up. I love it. And then and I've all been doing videos for you know, just a short period of time, you really become used to doing them. It's really not that. Absolutely. Big of a deal. Not at all. And look we all watch those
1: shows Hoarders Buried Alive, right? So those yeah. people we're all sitting glued to the T V and it's a hot mess. But we're watching it. Yeah. So, right. so, you know, yeah. it's okay. Show those homes that you walk into that you're going to have to get, you know, the dump truck out to get a bunch of stuff out of there. That's what people want to see. They don't want to see that every home is beautiful and every agent looks amazing and every agent drives an amazing car. And they just want to see normal people and what our or your normal daily routine is. And you just have to be comfortable doing it. And that's really just what people want to see. But if you, if you try to be perfect, you'll never push a video out.
0: Yeah, well you'll never be perfect anyway because it's impossible to uh, to to obtain. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean it'll just never happen if that's what you're waiting for a perfect video then you just won't
0: get one done. So I agree. I agree. So okay, so now now you said something about remind. So you're telling me that in the MLS alone they can find phone numbers and all that good stuff right on right on the MLS? Yes. And it's my
1: understanding that they can go in much like our website, Equity NV, where you can go in and kind of draw an area or on the MLS if you were going to search for comps. And you can draw an area. It's my understanding. It's just the same as that. And then you have the ability to get emails as well. So, um, I, and again, so many of those little things on the dashboard of the mls agents don 't even know what 's on there. You know the RPR right. button is an amazing button on the mls, and agents have no idea what RPR is so you know kind of hopefully, and I know Suzanne has taught that RPR class in the past, but the new folks they just don 't know what some of that stuff is, and so again your you know your association is providing really cool tools on your MLs dashboard so like I said, I just encourage the encourage the agents to Learn that stuff and use it. Maybe you don't like it, but at least you know it's there. Like the VAC, you might not use every mm-hmm. bell and whistle in the VAC, but pick and choose the ones that you do want to use. And that stuff is amazing. So agents, right. you know, I don't I don't have time to sit and do that. Sure you do sure you do you have an hour on a Saturday or an an hour during the evening just pick one thing on there and just learn it and practice it so it's just really important when a brokerage gives you that kind of stuff that you at least try to use the the tools they're giving you
0: yeah I you know when they tell me they don't have time I it it always cracks me up because you it's a full-time job you should have time right you gotta be you just gotta be tight about your schedule
1: absolutely absolutely it was funny we got a couple of orders in this weekend and neither, and they were new agents at Berkshire, so yay to them. Not their first deal, but I think it was one of them, it was her second deal, and the other one, probably seven or eight. Well, they didn't attach the, the contract. <laughs> they nicely oh. filled in an email with all the information, but they didn't attach the contract. So I texted one of them this morning. I said, hey, when you get a second, just send over that contract. Oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry I ran out of time. And I thought, <laughs> ran out of time where? <laughs> yeah. There's
0: no such thing. <laughs>
1: How do you run out of time? Just because Wait a minute, <laughs> wait a minute. You're not
0: deceased. We're talking right now. You couldn't have run out of time. <laughs> I'm
1: like, is there a time frame on that that I'm not aware of? So, but I do see yeah. some of the new agents that are getting some of those deals in the door. So, yay for them because they're there. They're prospecting. They're, they're working it. I see them. Um, and then, unfortunately, there's agents that I haven't seen since the pandemic. So, hopefully, they're doing I, something, maybe just on their own. But hopefully, they'll pop back in and, get, and jump back in it again. But. If you're out there and you're working it, it will happen.
0: It surely will. And you said something good, some good stuff there, the VAC. Now, you ladies, you know, whether they're talking to you or Brittany or, you know, Rhonda, you guys understand the VAC pretty well and how to melt it, I mean, meld it with the stuff that you guys are already doing, too, which is great. Tell them a little about that.
1: Yes. Yeah, we were, uh, we were kind of tasked to be able to learn that. So that we Mm -hmm. can help the agents. You know, when an agent gets a farm from us, um, it's in a format that can be loaded into the VAC. So Mm -hmm. for the new agents, we can sit with them, we can help them get that uploaded into the VAC, get all their columns situated um, so that they have the information. And then a lot of the the things that we can do for them market-wise – Um, They can upload into the VAC, attach those to those emails. Uh, We just got the uh, market reports for May. So those just came out last week. So the appreciation maps, those have been huge because I think it was you that said it's Sahara uh, last week. um, No one's going to yell at you when you tell them that they have appreciated 12% over the last year, (laughs) (laughs) right? Right, (laughs) right. So to take those appreciation maps, if you're going to walk a neighborhood and You know, I kind of am of the, of the mindset like you and and Mark, I love to talk to people. So I would be in a neighborhood. I would probably not be the one that's calling on the phone. I like to be face to face. You can have so many different conversations and you never know where the conversation's going to go once you say good morning. Right. So. For me, I enjoy that. And so being able to give the agents, you know, positive things that they can take out into a neighborhood kind of really gets rid of all of those, the skepticism from some of those people that still may think that, you know, this isn't going to last and, you know, it's going to crash again and all this other stuff. So um, we just got those new marketing reports. So I know a lot of the agents get those appreciation maps and use them in their open houses, use them as something to post in their social media every, every month. Um, So we try to give them two or three things a month that they can put on their social media that's just always going to be there that they don't have to think about. Um, And then a couple other things sprinkled in, and they're good for, you know, the month of social media. And, you know, helping them to schedule that social media. There's some really great tools out there, Um, Hootsuite, for example, that you can schedule your social media Mm -hmm. posts. Um, And so, again, anything that you can do automated, your VAC allows you to do drip campaigns automatically. You can set up your social media automatically. So all of those things still allow you to be in front of your folks, but not really in front of your folks hitting the send button, right? You're doing what you guys do best. You're prospecting. You're door knocking. Um, So all of that automation is really great. And so we're also happy to help them set all of that up, too, through the VAC.
0: So listen to that. So you guys have – you can have, you know, the lovely ladies, Marie, here from – equity helping you guys. You also have my assistant Sydney who can help you guys. You have you know you have your managers. I mean, you really really like you just said, if you know, if if you if you really want to get a farm started, if you really want to get your sphere, I mean, once you set this up once, it's automated, it's going to be paying you over and over and over again. You know, a lot of you are full-time in real estate. You know, the pandemic is behind us pretty much. Everything's opened up. Look at the people moving to Nevada, Arizona, you know, California. Um, You know, there just is a lot of movement going on now. Uh, And and for a number of reasons, right, Maria, like, for instance, how how you guys, your numbers this year as far as closings, have they been really consistent through the end of May?
1: So I'm just going to tell you, for probably the past, even during the pandemic, I mean, even in the thick of the pandemic, Like we honestly, we were, as far as equity goes, we were Mm -hmm. outnumbering ourselves from past years every month and we're still doing Mm -hmm. it. So, you know, Mm -hmm. I mean, we, as a company for equity, we have been exceeding monthly any of the goals that we have set for us and and exceeding from last year as
0: well. So. Mm -hmm. And still to this day, still this week, the closing uh, numbers are still uh, incredible, aren't they?
1: Oh, absolutely. And, again, you know, it it all comes down to that, those last couple days. I know last month, uh, the day before, the last day of the month, one of the escrow officers had 10 sets of loan docs come in that weren't even scheduled to close that month. Right. So, yeah. So, you know, sometimes people have been sitting on the fence and waiting, and now all of a sudden it's coming to fruition Um, I do have a lot of agents that are consistent with their farming. Um, And so they really are out there trying to get those listings and talking to people. And so, you know, getting more of those in, you know, we've got the um, equity advantage program. So when Mm -hmm. they take those listings, we actually do the prelim. And I say actually do the prelim because I'm pretty sure 75% of those in the MLS have not started the prelim, even though they said they have. Um, And so we actually do that. Um, And I encourage the agents to upload that prelim into the document section of the MLS. It gives you such credibility that you actually do have that property work started. Um, Because like I said, so many of them, they don't. They just put that in the MLS because they know that the agent's going to go, okay, they must have already started something. So we do actually get the prelim done and then upload it into the uh, document section so agents can really look at it. Um, I think it'd be amazing if I had a buyer who really had a short amount of time to get into a home or a short amount of time to write an offer over a weekend. I'd love to be able to see that prelim to know what we're looking at. You know, is this going to be a long close? We don't really have a long time to close. So as a realtor, I would right. love to be able to see a prelim before I could get into that.
0: Wouldn't that be great? Yeah, that would be great.
1: Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. and like
0: you just said, because, you know, it, we know that uh, the tile's already started, and if there was any issues, it would have come up by now, so – Great idea. Right. If, Great I see idea. A tax
1: lien, if I see a tax lien, I'm telling my buyer, we probably shouldn't work on this house because we don't have time to, for the seller to fix a tax lien issue because a lot of times those things will take a little bit longer. Child support, tax liens, things like that sometimes tend to take a little bit longer when you're uh, doing some of that stuff. Like a stick in the spokes. <laughs> exactly. in the get along.
0: Hitching the get along. Okay. Is, <laughs> is, is, that, is, is that a term from, now, where are you from originally again? Indiana. Indiana. Yeah. Yeah. So that that that's probably a little No, I have to ask you the boilermaker, is that okay, so the 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 boilermakers, is that uh why are they called the boilermakers? Not because of the drink, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I can tell you if you go there it is a requirement
1: that you do drink those every now and again.
0: <laughs> okay, that's what I thought. All right. Yeah. yeah. My father in law right,
1: was he's a he's a Pertu boiler. I mean I just got a lot of that in my family, but um coming from Indiana that uh that is um, one of the top there. There in IU, um, ISU was my hometown college back in Indiana, where Larry Bird actually went to school and played basketball. Ooh. So, exactly. One of my favorite men
0: from Boston, yeah, to the Celtics.
1: Yeah, yeah. My dad was actually um, his academic advisor when he played basketball at ISU to help him pass his courses so that he could stay on the team.
0: Wow.
1: Nice. Yeah. Larry was not the sharpest tool in the Indiana shed. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard that <laughs> yes that's true but, but a super a cool human shot, being though. Right? So,
0: yeah super cool oh yeah human he's a being, super nice so. guy yeah
1: yeah yeah all yeah. right so
0: okay so, so limited time here we have five minutes left so tell them okay put your real estate hat on for a second let's pretend you were an agent with all the tools and wonderfulness you know what would be the three top things you tell them to focus on
1: so I would focus on as we already talked a little bit about um, pushing mm-hmm. out some social media and video into neighborhoods that I want to concentrate on. So find your right. spot. find your areas, use the turnover report, um, ask Brittany mm. or myself or Jamie or Rhonda, you know, do your research. Sometimes people just say, I'm going to send out 10,000 postcards and I hope something sticks. Maybe that's great for them. I'm more of a researcher. I'm more of a niche person. I'm going to find those people that I specifically want to target So first off, find your areas, do the research, know where you want to go into. Yes, you may add some areas on if you're going to take a a listing, maybe in a different area, if you're going to do an open house in a different area, but have your specific spots where you are going to plant your seed and really farm those areas. Um, Be consistent. It doesn't matter if you're prospecting. It doesn't matter if you're door knocking. It doesn't matter if you're Mm -hmm. mailing. You have to be consistent, and that is one of the biggest things that I see that agents are not. They're really great for a week. They're great on their social media for a month, and then they stop. So get a calendar. Get a separate calendar. Mark your social media stuff. If you use Google calendars, change up your colors. You know, you can make colors for your Google Calendar that's for your personal time. Make colors for your social media time. You can look at a glance and see I've got way too much personal time on my calendar or I have way too much whatever on my calendar. So use those things and be consistent. Um, And farming. So before we do get off of here, I do have a little secret farming tip. And the only people that will know about it are the people on this call.
0: Nice. Let's hear
1: it. I know. Yes. So... I got a lot of folks wanting to deal with probate and there are some areas out there, Rebo Gateway, you can get probate leads, et cetera. You find out who has passed away, but you'd have to do a ton of research. You don't know if there's still a wife or a spouse in the home who may be keeping the home. You don't really know if the home is empty, where the children are, if there are even children. Well, now we have that deed upon death, right? So you can record the deed upon death before you pass, and it says who you're giving that property to. Now, once you pass, you record an affidavit with the death certificate that at that point truly transfers it to that specific person. That person has 18 months before they can sell that home. So a realtor has 18 months to reach out to that person because their address is on the deed, their name is on the deed, and so they have 18 months to reach out to that person, send them some marketing reports, get them information about the neighborhood, um, do a a net sheet, do a CMA on it. They have 18 months to market to that person um, in hopes that once they are able to sell it. The 18 months is for creditors through the whole probate process so creditors can come back and you know, make sure if there's anything outstanding that those are all handled prior to. But you can find all of that information actually right on the recorder's website. So if anybody is interested in that, I believe, I know Brittany and I uh, help agents do that. Um, I'm not sure if Jamie or Rhonda have jumped on that yet but if anybody has a question or is wanting to know how to find that information on the recorder site, then uh, let Brittany or myself or Rhonda or Jamie know, and we'll make sure they know how to go on there and show them how to do that.
0: Gotcha. Okay. Awesome stuff. So let me go. Great stuff. Really appreciate Maria, you taking your time out today. Once again, Absolutely. everybody's success series. Yeah. So I really appreciate you taking your time out. Very great information. And, you know, it just goes to show that uh, you guys are really organized you know, and especially in today's world, you know, our affiliates are always really important to me as a real estate agent. When I was selling, the most important part was once I, you know, gave it to equity title as a closing, I didn't have to worry about it. You guys took it over. Same with, you know, when we give our, our properties to our mortgage company as well. Same thing. Right. Okay. Axia, it's solid- we'll do, I mean, I use John. John. Whenever I, whenever hmm. I buy, I've, I've done four or five of my own transactions since I've been here. John, Axia, to you guys. Closing, never have a problem. And my little joke with equity is and I always get change. I always get money back from my closing. <laughs> well, and it's
1: all it's about the team that you choose, right? You know, your team can exactly make right. break yeah. And so yes, escrow absolutely. is the last train or is the last car on the train and that's what people it remember. Sure so you have to make sure that the people that you're working with are leaving a really good impression on your clients because that's the last thing that your clients remember.
0: That's so true. Well, we love you guys. You guys are the best. Keep it rocking. Look forward to working with you guys forever. Uh, Once again, guys, Marie Harrod from Equity Title. Thanks, Marie, for your time. Have a great
1: week, everybody.
0: You too. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thanks. Uh Uh-huh. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.